Chagiga daf chaf hey amad beis shir number one. We are ten lines down, quoting the Mishnah. Ve'im amar hifrashti l'soicharivis kodesh neeman. We said in the Mishnah that the difference between kodesh and truma, the believability that we give the am ha'aretz who's giving it away, as to whether it's pure or not. We are more stringent for Truma than Kodesh. By Kodesh, we believe the Amaaretz all year round that his Kodesh is, is Tahar, whereas by Truma, we only believe him at the time of the wine or olive press. Um, then the Mishnah gave us a leniency, a sort of a loophole, that if the person with the wine would say, I have separated within this barrel an, an element of Kodesh, a certain part of it has been designated as Kodesh, an unidentifi- unidentifiable part of it has been considered Kodesh, so then, because part of it's Kodesh, and we give him the believability, we also believe him for the rest of the barrel, which is Truma. So, Tanan Hasim, it's taught over there. Moidin Beishama Beishelel. Both Beishama and Beishelel agree. That we check for a person going to do the Korban Pesach, and we don't check for somebody doing, uh, going to eat Truma. Now, what does this mean? This is referring to a Beishapras, um, and that is a field which on a Torah level, is not considered impure. It is considered pure. However, on a rabbinical level, they were worried that there would be perhaps bone fragments scattered around the field, and therefore it would render a person tameh. So therefore, they required a person to check the field before going through it, to check for bone fragments. And this leniency of checking only applied to somebody going to eat the Korban Pesach, but not somebody going to eat Truma. The Gemara is going to explain in a moment why there is a difference between Truma and Pesach. First of all, the Gemara asks, my boydkin, what is this check that one has to do? He says, that he has to blow, or at least, with, with, seems to be with a, with a sort of a bellows, he has to blow away the bone fragments from in front of him, and then he can walk. And again, that only applies if you're going... Uh, if this is the only path one can travel down, and if he's going to eat the Korban Pesach. However, if he's going to eat Truma, then by passing through this field, he will be remembered, re- rendered Tameh, and he would have to undergo the sprinkling of the Mechatis on the third and the seventh day, and then followed by a Mikvah. But Rabbi Chibar Abba, Mishmeidu Ula Amar, Rabbi Chibar Abba says in the name of Ula, there's another way to get through this field if you're going to eat your Korban Pesach, because he says, Beisapras Shanodash Tahor, he says that if the, this base hapras, this field, has already been trampled on by many people, that's taking care of the Tumah problem, and therefore it is considered Tahar, and one could go through it and eat their Korban Pesach. Now, the question is, why is there a difference? Why are we more strict by the Tumah than for the, the, the Korban Pesach? The reason is, is because if one does not eat the Korban Pesach, again, if one goes through the field and becomes... An, on a rabbinical level, he becomes Tomei, and therefore he will not be allowed to eat the Korban Pesach in time. That's an Isser Kares. Not eating the Korban Pesach is an Isser Kares. So therefore, it's a very, very strict thing. So therefore, they relax their rabbinical enactment in the case of an Isser Kares. But But if somebody is just going along to eat Truma, which is not, an, not a time-bound mitzvah, so therefore, he imidu divrehim b'makam misa, and therefore, since in a case where somebody was Tame Doiraisa and ate Truma, he'd, he'd suffer the punishment of death at the hands of heaven. So therefore, it's a serious Avera to eat Truma in a status of Tuma. So therefore, even though this is all only the Rabbanan, but because there's nothing to lose here, so therefore they kept 
the Gezeira in place. They kept their enactment in place. And therefore they did not allow this leniency for an Oichle Truma to go through the Beis HaPras, even with blowing. Iboilahu, they asked the question, Let's say a person was going through the field to eat his Korban Pesach on the other side, and he applied the, the leniency, and he blew in front of him, and he went through. So we've already just learned that that renders him pure enough to eat the Korban Pesach. However, if he was on his way to eat Truma, that would not have worked. So what happens if he goes through for the Korban Pesach, and while he's on the other side, he then eats, is he pure to eat Truma? So Ula Amar Bodak, Lepischoi, Muta Le'echol Betrumase, Ula says, yes, it's fine. If he checked the Beis Pras for his Pesach, then it's Muta for him, since he got out the other side, halachically pure, so therefore he's allowed to eat his Truma. And Rabbi Bar Ula Omar, Rabbi Bar Ula says, Bodak Lepischoi Osu Le'echol Betrumase. He says, no, if one went through even though he was allowed to go through for the Korban Pesach, nevertheless, he's still considered impure to eat Truma. A certain old man said, Do not argue with Ula. Because the Mishnah is like him. Which Mishnah? Our Mishnah. Because our Mishnah says, Because our Mishnah said that with the barrel of wine, where the Amaritz would not have been believed at this time of year, because there's truma inside. However, because he said that he separated a certain part of it to become Kodesh, and since he's believed for the Kodesh, we see he's also believed for the truma. So Alma, apparently, since we believe him for the, um, the Kodesh, we also believe him for the truma. So so too over here, since we can believe that he did the job correctly through the Beis HaPras in order to be pure enough to eat the Korban Pesach, we should also be able, be able to believe him and therefore render him pure enough to eat the Truma. So just as a summary, um, all we really saw here was a proof from our Mishnah. Since a person is believed for the aspect of Kodesh, he will also be believed for the Truma that surrounds it, so therefore it should be that if a person is going through a Beis HaPras and he's halachically allowed to and he's rendered pure at the other side because his intent was to eat the Korban Pesach, even though that same act with the intent to eat Truma would not be good enough and he would be impure since he went through to eat Korban Pesach and that works, he should also be rendered or remain pure enough to be able to eat the Truma. Now the next part of the Mishnah told us that that the jugs of wine and the jugs of oil um, that are mixed seemingly with chulin, truma and koidish inside of it, we give it a, a slightly larger window period of believability. We give this Amaretz uh, 70 days before the wine and olive press um, um, that he'll be believed for the purity. So Tana, the Abraisa says, that an Amaretz is not believed on the not believed on the purity of the jugs, nor is he believed for the purity of truma. Now, kankanim demai, which jugs are we talking about? E kankanim de kodesh. If they are jugs which are used for uh, for kodesh, mehimana kodesh, kankanim. Since he's believed for the purity of kodesh the whole year round, surely he should also be believed for the purity. Of the of the jugs as well, Ella rather it must mean kankanim de truma. 
that it's actually that he's not believed for the jugs of Truma. Says the Gemar Pshita, that's obvious. That's obvious. Since he's not believed the whole year round for the purity of Truma, why on earth would he be believed for the purity of the, the jugs? So of course he's not believed for the purity of the jugs. Rather, it must mean that it's the, the jugs that Namar Aretz is not believed about are the empty jugs that were used to store Kodesh. Once the Kodesh is in it, then the jugs take on the status of the Kodesh, and therefore he'll be believed that they're Tahor. However, as soon as the Kodesh has been removed from the jugs, so therefore he will lose his believability, and therefore we have to treat those jugs as impure. Ubermalayan, and similarly, the full jugs de Truma, full jugs of, tru- of Truma, Ubeshasagitos, even at the time of the press. Meaning that even though he's believed of the purity of the truma at the time of the press, since he doesn't need to receive the truma in a jug or anything, so therefore there's no reason to give the Amar its believability of the, uh, of the status of the jugs. Therefore, for truma, the jugs, even though they're full of truma, they won't be considered uh, pure. So again, the believability of an Amaretz for Kodesh applies only to the Kodesh or the jug while the Kodesh is inside of it, but the jug, once the Kodesh has been removed for it, will not be considered pure. And for the Truma, he'll be believed at the time of the press, but only on the Truma itself, not on the jugs. Tanan, it says in our Mishnah, that in our Mishnah it spoke clearly about the jugs, that were mixed, had a mixture inside of them, and he was believed. So my love, is this not dealing medumos de truma, that there was a mixture of truma inside, and there we see from the Mishnah that not only is he be- believed on the purity of the truma, but also the jugs, which seems to contradict what we just said. So Amir the Bey Rabbi Chia explains and says, medumos de kodesh. No, the mixture is kodesh. Umi ikka. Is there such a thing as a mixture of Kodesh? Or do we apply that word for Kodesh? So Amri the Bey Rabbi Eli, the Bey Rabbi Eli says, no, but the, 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 the explanation of the case in the Mishnah is, that he purified his tevel, his untithed produce, in order that he would be able to separate Kodesh from it, for the Nesachim, for the libations. So therefore we're dealing with a jug which has in it tevel, which is considered a mixture. And the reason why he's believed not only on the substance inside, but also on the jugs, because if it was just truma, he shouldn't be believed. But because there's an aspect of Kodesh. Now what aspect of Kodesh do we have? There isn't actual Kodesh inside. There is the designation of Kodesh inside. And since there's the designation of Kodesh inside, we give him a certain leniency in terms of believability. We give him that 70-day window period before the, the time, before the press. And also that believability will extend to the vessel as well as the substance inside of it. So therefore we give him extra time to, for believability because of the, the potential Kodesh which is inside the, the, the mixture. And because of the Kodesh, we will also believe him on the purity of the Kli. So the Mishnah told us, Kodim the Gita Shivim Yom, we give him the 70 day uh, expanded believe, belief period. So Amar Abaye we learn from this, says Abaye, that Dinahu, that there's a law, the uh, Ilove Arisa, Le Mitrach, that, there's a, that it's incumbent upon the sharecropper 
to engage and, and to work that he has to work on the vessels for 70 days before the press, before the, the pressing season. Meaning, he has to make sure that the uh, vessels are being prepared correctly already 70 days before the press, the pressing season arrives. So that's just an obligation of his work being that he's a sharecropper and he has a, a responsibility to work the field or work the, the vineyard or whatever it is correctly, part of his job responsibility is 70 days before that press, he needs to uh, start preparing the vessels.